but so but you yeah me <laughs> you had where were you last night Robert <laughs> I took a trip <laughs> uh. welcome to the 42 podcast where we discuss life together looking for answers to life the universe and well everything else here are your hosts rob and Lindsay. guess what chicken butt <laughs> it's my birthday what yeah what <laughs> are you ha i surprised seriously i surprised you with my birthday <laughs> you did <laughs> i gotta write that down <laughs> it's my birthday well happy birthday Thanks. if you had told me i would have printed something and sent it oh Jeez. it's okay i'm 35 <laughs> do you feel old yeah really yeah Ugh, whatever <laughs> yeah i'm 37 melinda hit the birthday that we don't talk about <laughs> while we were in disney yep which you know her testimony to that is if you have to turn that age Disney's a pretty good place to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say. <laughs> we we went to um, Primetime Cafe in Disney mm-hmm. to celebrate her birthday. Mm-hmm. It was really cool because, one, the servers give you, like, a little bit of attitude. It, just, a, just a hair. Like, we don't want to be doing this? So. No, like, like elbows off the table, young man, right now. Uh. Meanwhile, I'm older than our server. Uh, you know, put those walkie-talkie boxes away. None of that at the table. Like, going to Grandma's house huh. 40 years ago kind of thing. That's cute, I think. I th- it, I'm not sure really if I would was. like that. It, <laughs> oh, it was, it was fun. Like, you cool. can find videos online where, you know, someone, a guy like my age, mm-hmm. didn't clear his plate. So the server says okay it's choo-choo time and he starts you know getting everyone in the restaurant involved and he gets a big scoop off of the guy's plate and he's like okay open up here comes the choo-choo nope <laughs> I, see i love it that's cute i wouldn't like that i attention. was surly right back <laughs> i would be afraid that they would po- call me out you know when pastors get really overexcited and they're starting to come <laughs> down in the in the audience or whatever you call it and um they're getting wild and they're t- talking to people. I'm always, oh, I get this yucky feeling in my stomach. Please do not notice me. <laughs> don't look at me. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. You look at me. Yeah, I will run away to yeah, the bathroom that. until until uh, he he settles down. <laughs> my the pastor, calm down yet? My mom's church is a little like that. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Well, but. In, on vacation, I think that's something fun. Like, there's uh, there's another restaurant down there. I can't remember what it was, but there was a viral video that went around where a family went to celebrate uh, one of their family members' birthdays. And right there at the end, when they're bringing out the cupcake and getting ready to sing happy birthday, someone let it slip that it's not actually her birthday. Her birthday is the next day. And, and this is what's great. Again, the servers are surly with you, and... Uh, the server goes, wait, what? Stops everything. 
says, no, you don't get a cupcake. Eats the cupcake in front of her and everyone else making, you know, this is not her birthday. Eats the cupcake. <laughs> that's that's pretty funny. That would be, that'd be comedic <laughs> as long as it wasn't happening to you. <laughs> well, I even if it was happening to me, I think that would be hilarious. I'd crack up. But they sent her home with a nice cupcake in a box with very specific instructions. Do not eat until tomorrow. <laughs> you have to wait until 12.01 tonight. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, the, That's fun. stuff like that I think is neat. That's fun. Isn't it? Uh, Texas no. Roadhouse, they bring out a saddle for you to sit on, and you have to sit on the mm-hmm. saddle, and everyone sings happy birthday to you. <sighs> if you hate me, do that to me on my birthday. <laughs> yeah. So my parents came up for mine and took us out to dinner, and they're like, hey, we're going to do this. My mother hates when it happens to her but they got the the servers to do the happy birthday stuff and yeah such is life Mm -hmm. but happy birthday would you like me to sing happy birthday no thank you (laughs) i do a pretty good marilyn monroe voice not really (laughs) (laughs) marilyn manson i might believe but marilyn monroe Happy birthday, Mr. President. <laughs> you just got to get the breathiness in there. Oh, boy. Well, happy birthday. Thank you. Your husband's is coming up soon, too, isn't it? Mm-hmm. His is the 27th. and Oh, man, um, really? Yeah. So, we're going to be celebrating both of our birthdays at camp this week. And he asked me this morning that he wanted me to give him his gift before we leave because he doesn't like it when people look at him intensely for an emotional reaction when he's opening their presents. <laughs> so I'm going to, we're going to open that, the, um, Yay. the Daedric Mace from Skyrim that you made and beautifully oh. painted and um i i did take it out to look at it because i had to (laughs) i want pictures of him holding it i i can't wait so you're giving that to him today yeah okay you have to send me pictures i am excited for that i will because that thing took up my workbench for months just trying to get it figured out yeah 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 oh my gosh i am excited for that it's I, I can't wait for him to see it. And I love the detail yeah. with the little skull at the bottom and the leather rope, the, you, leather strap you strapped around there. That's great detail. Yeah, the, great job. Well, it, it see, that's what I love about printing, especially with stuff like that, where it's you got to give it a real feel. It It's cheap plastic, but you got to give it a real feel. And I that's what I've enjoyed about doing the printing stuff i think that's what makes you make a model that yeah that's what makes you really good at it well i've got parts for lightsabers coming together again you you there was no no sound coming out of your lips just then what oh okay Uh, i've got parts for the lightsabers coming together again i i'm still recording can you hear me hold on make sure it's
testing one two hello Lindsay. hi i hear you again okay um how do i tell oh um yeah and they're at 90 percent. my batteries at 90 percent. that could have just been a bluetooth drop or something weird you still recording yeah, I'm still recording. I think that'll be fine, right? I mean, I don't have to stop Audacity because I'm not listening through the headphones right now. You know yeah, what I mean? you should be fine. I yeah. should be fine. As long as Audacity is still recording and lets you save the file. Yep, it's still recording. So yeah. That's All right, really anyway, weird. technical difficulties aside. If it starts happy happens again, I'll just get the other headphones. Thank you. I'm so happy. I'm happy for you, too. I, I hope Kobe does something special for you. He took me out to eat um, to this little place in North Conway, and it was really yeah? fun. Yeah? I, I So that's kind of my big gift, is we went out to eat. Okay. Um, well, if that's something you're happy with, yeah. Um, um? Oh, I forgot how to see your face for a second. My brain stopped <laughs> working. <laughs> Such a weird statement. Yeah, I forgot how to say. <laughs> Although, who is it? Is it Brad Pitt that just came out saying he's got the face blindness thing? He, like, he has trouble processing faces. Like, totally legit? Like, really, really? Or just sort of trouble? Uh, I guess it's legit. I don't know. I, I saw a brief article. I think it was Brad Pitt. I didn't really read it. I passed <laughs> by it because it was most celebrity news i just passed by yeah that's interesting hmm. uh, so facebook has failed me normally it tells me when it's my friend's birthdays it did not tell me it was your birthday i don't i opt not to to tell people you know like how you can check that box you know what i mean well if i just go and post this on the 42 i mean i can make sure that it doesn't happen again i'll remember it <laughs> okay <laughs> no, I, I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it on my calendar at least. Okay. So, I, all right. I, I, Go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead, Lindsay. I I just don't like it very. I don't like the attention. I guess of everybody that I don't really talk to, saying happy birthday to me, because it's boring. I guess it's like I'm. Um, thank you for thinking of me. I think, but. I don't know why. I just... It's like I know you wouldn't be talking to me otherwise, so... I just want to hear kinda, from people that really I like I kind of get me. that, but, uh, you know, <laughs> it's also not a bad thing to look and say, is this a, a way that I can reopen that door or, you know, revisit and restore that, that friendship or relationship? Just, hey, thank you. How's life? Yeah. I don't know. I, that's my head, but... Yeah. You're a much nicer social person than me. <laughs> you're you're really uh, nice. <laughs> so, I, don't I like to nice. think I'm an introvert. Melinda says I'm an extrovert. I like to think I'm an introvert. Well, you I, tested for extroversion on the Myers-Briggs test. Yeah, so you, you are... Uh, extensively researched your profile yes i did <laughs> yeah you're going through and uh looking at the engram stuff and yeah myers-briggs again and 
Yeah, it's really interesting. And introversion, extroversion is a scale. You know, there are plenty of, like, I'm an, I'm an introvert that can trick people into thinking I'm an extrovert because of the way I can be with people. But I'm an introvert, 100%. Definitely. So, it's interesting. See, I, I've been chilling on that, though, because it's, I can go sit in the deep woods and be happy. Just quiet. Mm-hmm. Happy. But I also haven't done that for a while. I don't know. I yeah. Mm-hmm. So such is life. Anyway, I find it really interesting. I find it <laughs> fascinating. What <laughs> what makes people tick and why we need certain things and what's the uh, tipping point for a person, especially introverts. But I think it's different all all the time. And I think extroverts too. You come to a point where okay, I'm done peopling. I need to go be by myself and recharge. Like, where is that? For it's different for everyone. I, I think that's interesting. It's like two hours for me, <laughs> and that's fair. I mean, I there's a part of me that, well, not a part. I, yes, I need to recharge too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. So anyway, we've rambled for a little bit. We had some intention of just. It's been a bit since we've had a conversation where we check in with each other, check in with everyone in the podcast. How's life? It, it's, you know, this episode comes out. Shoot, I think this episode comes out the first day of August. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, summer's almost over. How's everyone doing? How are you doing? How am I doing? How, how's life? So how's life? That's a really big question. I have a hard time with really big, broad questions. So, Are you doing okay today? Yeah. I'm yeah. going camping. Obviously, I said that already. So I'm a little um, anxious about gathering all of the millions of items that we need and things. And um, the logistics <laughs> of it is a little stressful. But I had a good morning this morning, and yeah, it's a good time of day to ask me how I am. <laughs> no, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Oh, so this is sort of how I am, and it's anecdotal. Um, so it because it's been so, it's been really, really hot here, like 90, uh, 95-ish for all week. It's been very hot. And our fridge pooped the bed. Ah. And it was sort of a slow death. Like we didn't, we th- I thought that Miles was going in the fridge and turning the fridge down. So everybody <laughs> sort of thought that was happening and then, tu- and then turning the, f- the fridge back on. But no, it, it was, it was slowly dying. So I was giving my kids not good milk for a day there. And oh. Yeah. Yeah, I feel bad for them. <laughs> but uh-huh. we figured it out, and it was a really old fridge. We went and got a brand new fridge, and Colby and I, by ourselves, got that fridge into the house through very narrow <laughs> farmhouse doorways, and oh, with not having much to hold on to, and being super slippery from sweat, like dripping sweat. It was a phenomenal 
terrible experience. Hey, you did it. We did it. And now it's in and it is beautiful. It's a nice fridge. So, Good. Now the only appliance thingy we have left to replace is uh, our our um our boiler, our water boiler heater thing. Mm. That's yeah. scary. That thing is scary. <laughs> yeah, they can be. I don't. Ugh. So every once in a while we smell gas, and you got to go and check and see if the lights on, and do like a relight the thing, and it's like. <laughs> but <laughs> that's the next thing we have to get at some point spend more money <laughs> but yeah, well yeah. darned if you do darned if you don't mm-hmm. but. so but you yeah me <laughs> you had where were you last night Robert <laughs> I took a trip <laughs> <Da-da>. <laughs> uh, yeah, I uh, I literally tripped walking out the front door and uh, fell and banged my knee. Like, I thought I was going to be okay because it was, oh, no, it's just a scrape. And, you know, the kids have been down at Grandma and Grandpa's, so Melinda and I were going to take the chance and uh, there's a pick-your-own-flower garden spot with a field of sunflowers and a whole nother field of all these other cultivated flowers. And it was just a beautiful little spot. We were going to go there, have a nice date. Uh, so we, we got there after I tripped, and I started walking, and I could feel my knee swelling. Mm. And then by the time we got, like, halfway back, I was like, I don't think I'm okay. And I, I got to the point I couldn't bend my knee. My knee swelled up to the size of a softball, and it was just... Why did that happen, do you think? I mean, besides, like, what do you... Why did it blow up like that, And but it's not it, broken or anything? Well, the, the original concern was it blew up like that because I broke the kneecap. Mm. Like, that's one of the things that can happen when you do that, where it's, oh, okay, that's, that's a thing. Um doctor said that I I didn't break it, took x-rays, didn't break it, but it's just because of how badly it's bruised is how is why it's swollen up as big as it is. <laughs> but I've had knee injuries and problems in the past, so it was just, oh, crap, that I exacerbate something. So I'm on crutches for a little bit until the bruise heals and the swelling goes down, but it looks like I still have a softball for a knee. And actually, if you get it at the right angle, it looks like the back of a bald man's head <laughs> sticking out of my knee. Yeah. Slightly disturbing. Oh, man. And you're just on ibuprofen or something? Yeah. So just because it's a bruise, I mean, the thing that hurts the most is the, the scrape because it's a big scrape. So, you know, there's that stinging and the new skin as it's growing in and the peeling, yeah, you know, all that yeah. that comes with a scrape. Yeah. The knee feels a little wonky and weird, but it's okay. Nothing's broken. The tendons are all intact and everything's good. I'm just yeah, bruised. <laughs> you badly. hurt your pride more than anything. <laughs> yeah, I did. And the dumb thing about it is it's all on video because we caught it on the ring doorbell. And I'm like, I think I'm going to remove that tomorrow. 
So, question. <laughs> I have a question about the ring doorbell stuff, actually. Yeah. Our, um, that video, every day, do you have to... Does it reset back to no footage every day? Or do you have to go in and manually delete all the video after? So, how they get you is there's two things that can happen. Um, or two ways you can use it. The one is... They start you with the subscription where you have a back catalog of all the videos. It's all there. And you pay a subscription after two or three months to be able to keep all of your video in the cloud. Their, their cloud. Why would anyone want to do that? Security. If anything happens, you have the video. So, and the other option is you don't get the subscription and the you can keep the video for like 24 hours. And that makes sense. Yeah. Because if something happens, it's usually like, oh, what time did my kid leave the house? Or what time did my kid come in last night? Or did he come in last night? And you have 24 hours of footage. That seems like plenty of footage. But interesting. Yeah, we, we got it because we had, uh, we had the cars get broken into a couple couple years back and it's something that melinda had wanted just as an added security feature of you know we don't have a, a peep on the door so we can't see or we don't have a window there so it gives us that it gives us the ability to when we're home or when we're not home to be able to see who's there and what's going on and at night if it's triggered by the motion by the cars we can at least see that okay yeah maybe something did happen with the cars Hmm. So, hmm. when we bought the house, that was one of the things that she wanted, so we we did that pretty quick. Cool. Interesting. But now it's backfired, and I have video of me tripping and bruising <laughs> my knee. So, so other, other than great. that, how are you doing? I am insane. Do you care to I, expound? <laughs> Yeah, uh, just looking back, we, uh, as a church, whew, okay, we'll start there. As a church, we decided to put in a playground mm-hmm. about a year ago. We said, okay, we're going to do this. We scheduled the work and, you know, all things 2020-ish. We scheduled the work and then it was, oh, no, we supply chain issues. Oh, no, we don't have enough people. Oh, no, it's not the right season. So we finally got the playground installed in April-May time frame. It's great. It's a beautiful playground. And we, we've been talking, you know, what can we do? How can we use it? What's the best way to do this for the course of the summer? So came up with a plan, and the plan has been amazing. But the part that I'm insane on is I didn't anticipate the community connection the way it has been. And so we're, you know, end of July, and it's been a great community outreach. I, I just, I don't know what to do with it. So there's a lot more people coming to church now, you mean? Well, we're, we're hoping to get to that point, to, to turn it around. It's been a great community piece, but people are starting to look and ask, well, what are you doing in the fall? I don't know. What does that mean? What are you doing in the fall? We, we've built a great little community at this playground, and they're looking and saying, this is great. What's next? Which is good. Like a fair? Maybe doing a fair or something? 
Well, so I've got like a trunk or treat event coming up and we're going bigger on that this year where I've got two food trucks for it now and we've got Santa Claus and a Christmas event scheduled and so there are things coming up but the community aspects that we've dug into and found with just families wanting to have a play space and and the part that I'm going insane with is I did not expect like I had a goal to reach by the end of the summer I don't know where I'm at in that goal because it's just been the way things escalated (laughs) was quick Hmm, that's really cool. It is. It's it's amazing, but it's just holy smokes. I, you know, and, and at the same time, we're also going through a process at the church where we brought in consultants to help us have some conversations and, you know, look at where we're at and how can we oh, rebuild right. some of this. Right. Was that inspired so the, by the consultants, by the way? Yeah, that's part of the process where, I mean, instead of doing like a week-long VBS where... Everybody comes and we do all the energy in one week and then nothing for the rest of the summer. It's how can we build a space for community and time? Mm -hmm. How can we better expend our energy over the course of the summer building connections that aren't just for this week and then gone? And and we're calling it Spark Park. Uh, Spark Park. And what I'm doing is called Spark Park Days. And Spark Park days have been that answer where it's holy smokes. We have built longer term relationship and connection and it's incredible. I just don't know what to do next. So, uh, um, What about a flea market? We've done those in the past uh, and I've got a laundry list of ideas, but it's just. Yeah, I, I've got all the raw material. And. It's just standing there going, this is more than I expected, Mm. more than I could have hoped or planned or anticipated for. And the other part is, is with the consultant, some of the backbone of things that I need for additional support. And and they told me this up front and I said, with what we're doing, you're going to be the one that gets out ahead of everything and everything's going to catch up to you. Ah. Because youth ministry is where they focus a lot of the energy first. Once the youth ministry stuff starts accelerating, then other pieces fall behind that. And mm-hmm. makes so sense. there's an yeah. So there's an element of I'm I'm standing ahead and going okay. What comes next? <laughs> uh, That's funny. <laughs> which just that that makes me buggy. But I'm also excited because it's I, we haven't had this problem. I haven't had this problem for a while. And it's a good problem to have, but it's also a little, like, maddening and insane driving because I'm looking and I'm going, okay, I want answers now, but I've got meetings this week to start building those answers. So, insane is the appropriate word, but it's insane in a good way. A good insanity. It it really is. (laughs) I, yeah... I still don't know what to do with it. it. It's been amazing. It has been an amazing summer of outreach. It's cool. Yeah. <gasps> you could do Shakespeare in the park. It's been talked about. Hmm. <laughs> well, we we're doing an event this week that's going to be pretty cool, uh, and we're bringing we're bringing her on soon. She's called Crazy Book Lady. Oh yes, right. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. So she. 
she goes to events around the community and just gives out books for free. Oh, MG. She shows up with a table and a crap ton of boxes and sets up and is like, hey, free books. So That's really cool. What kind of books? Like, what kind of books would she have? That's interesting. Books. All kinds. She gets people who... The, she has people who are backing and supporting her who are like, yeah, I'll donate books. And so yeah. they donate all kinds of books. She reads a lot. We're doing a book club with uh, with my teenagers this summer. And we're reading The Girl in the Blue Coat. It's uh, about the Dutch resistance in Nazi-occupied Europe. Okay. And it's it's a great book. It was her recommendation. The kids have been loving it. Uh, every parent who has read it has been like, oh my gosh, this is a great book. And, you know, Melinda read it. And I, I'm reading it at the pace with the kids. So I, I'm reading only five chapters a week. She got tired of waiting, read ahead. And I know there's like this big, oh no, aha moment in the book. And she's like, oh my gosh. Yeah, so... You know, that's been neat with all the interactions from that. But, yes, Crazy Book Lady, she's coming to Spark Park, and she's going to hang with them for a couple, or for an hour, and give away books, and it's a neat little community event. Yeah, I've got all kinds of goofy stuff coming up soon. So, does the Crazy Book Lady have um, a social media or YouTube or anything? She huh? does. I don't know what it is off the top of my head, and we'll promote that when we have her on. Becky. I want to, I would like to spy on her before I meet her, if I can. Oh, okay. I will, I will have to find it. I'll have to find it and send it to you. <laughs> okay. But, yes, she's, she is neat. Well, and what she does is neat, so. And she does like a, you know, can you read ten books in the summer on a community page and things like that. She's a, also an educator. And some of the stuff that she does as an educator give me hope. Because she does some really amazing things with the schools, school that she's at to support and just love on students, regardless of what's going on with them. That's cool. Yeah, it is. So, we'll talk with her. You'll love her. You really will. You, I'll be a third wheel in that conversation because you'll be <laughs> able to just go off on books. Cool. <laughs> yeah. But Okay. Speaking of books. Yes. How you doing? Good. I'm I'm in the last Are you, are you liking it now that the that there's been a change? Yeah. Um It turned around for me when um Spoilers. Yeah. The group, the groups came back together. Okay. That's when, like, it started to get, like, I mean, it's been interesting all along, but I'm, but this is the point, that was the point where, like, okay, I would recommend the book was, um, that part. The thing that I'm having trouble is visualizing the, what's happening, um, with this 5,000 years later thing. Like, because at first it really wasn't clear. I like, because I'm reading an ebook and they had a picture, but it was kind of hard to understand what the picture, what it was saying. So I've looked it up on other, 
on Google. I've tried to find like YouTube videos about it or and um so Which part? these the 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 earth is new earth, so and they've built rings around the earth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I didn't get that for a while. I thought that the person who was waking up in that chapter, the first chapter, the first bit of that, was on a ring. So it was hard. I thought they were on a ring looking at the other half of the ring. They're on a ring station around the earth. So yeah. what they did is they've they've created a giant ring. And there are cities. One ring? <laughs> yeah, one ring. To rule them all. <laughs> Wrong book. One ring around the earth. And right. there's the thing, the thing I really can't picture is like she was on earth at the beginning of that part and she flew up to something that's spinning, like a mm-hmm. spinning thing. And that's how people get up and down from. So it, it's kind of a trick and there's some physics behind it where they've created an object in the book that there is a top and a bottom yeah and the masses are fairly similar and so what happens is in that spinning you're not losing too much in the drag that is the atmosphere and then the the chunk that's up in space so you can spin that kind of negates itself or something a little. I mean, it, it requires less energy to keep something like that in orbit. And it's a, in theory, we could do this to, uh, you know, have Earth orbit, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A cheaper Earth orbit or low Earth orbit yeah, and gateways. Hmm. So is there so. something in between, like a station in between the two objects? Nope. It's just a, a line from one to the other, mm-hmm. and are do you travel up the line, or you're Mm-mm. in like a station? You're in like a station that swings down into the atmosphere, you load onto it, and then it just rotates up as the other piece rotates down. So it's just spinning, like it's walking in the atmosphere, one leg after the other. Yeah. And so in something like that, I mean, if you're only needing to lift one side when it reaches its highest point apogee. to maintain elti- yeah apogee apogee see it's stuck <laughs> I'm learning you. so many new words <laughs> in this book apogee hey. and perigree perigee 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 yeah <laughs> so you know when it hits that apogee you just only need a little bit of fuel to boost it up and help keep it maintaining altitude so once they're so. at the other end actually in the book I'm not at the other end yet like she's she's still she's still in that little capsule whatever thing so i guess i have to find out how she gets off of it or yeah you you would just launch in a pod or something that would take you to the ring so i mean this is a standalone and it gets you into low earth orbit and it lets you get up to the ring and yeah it's cool that's neat i it's i'm looking um adam savage from mythbusters he has a YouTube channel called The Savage Project or something like that. And he's yeah. got a half an hour discussion with somebody about this book. And I'm going to wait till the end, till I'm done, but I'm going to watch that. Because I'm guessing they're going to get into real technical like stuff because he's 
that's that's Adam Savage. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that's the neat thing with this book where, I mean, you're learning stuff, you're connecting with stuff. Uh, it's just, it's fun. Have you read his other books? I think I read one other book. I don't remember. Oh, so, because I'm wondering, some of the other books he has sound interesting. I just want to know how technical, how much work is it going to be to read that book? <laughs> so I, See, but I, even then, I enjoy that, that technical side of things, because I'm learning. I'm, I'm yeah. adapting. I'm getting an idea of what it is, so. Yeah, he's, the snow one, Snowpiercer, I think. Snow something. Snow something by Neil Stevenson sounds interesting i think i kind of want to read that and it's not as long i think it's only 900 pages snow crash snow crash snow piercer is a sci-fi on netflix i think yes it is <sighs> that was made well it was originally made as a movie i think with a european release with chris hem no yes captain america chris Ev evans evans yeah. yeah yeah and john hurt i love john hurt He's my favorite doctor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Geek moment. He's the war doctor. <laughs> okay. But there's also another thing coming up that you're excited about that we can talk um, about for a minute. Um, there is? Yeah. I'm blanking. Billion dollar project? Billion dollar project. Wondering huh? to rule them all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Right. <laughs> I was thinking podcast. I was thinking. Yes. Okay. So, yes. I saw a trailer today from Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. That's what it's called. So, um, it looks beautiful. It looks like it's going to be really cool. But in conversations with a friend of mine, actually, Phil. Remember Phil? Yeah. You on the show. His concern is that they're going to Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings. Oh, absolutely. And so I don't mind I don't mind the violence, but I don't want you know, I want it to be something maybe we can all watch. So I looked did some so, research. Go ahead. I, I'll say this. If they Game of Thrones it as in, hey, Boobies everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have an issue. Yeah, that's gratuitous not, things. That's not Lord of the Rings. No, it's not Lord of the Rings. So, I think... But, I, I don't think they're going to, and I have a couple reasons. One of them being the popularity of Star Wars. Star Wars is so good, and the shows are so good because they're mostly family-friendly. There's no swearing, hardly any swearing... There's no gratuitous violence, um, and there's never sex, ever. Um, I don't think I've read a single book that was, like, came out and said, or had, like, a sex scene. Um, anyway, so Look, that's uh, why uh, I so think... So hold on, hold on. The closest Star Wars ever got was episode two. With Padme and Anakin and some of the outfits oh, that they put yeah. Padme in. I forgot about that. <laughs> okay, true. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. They're in bed. That's the closest they ever got. No, not... Uh, that was episode but three. But they're sleeping. They are sleeping, though. Right? 
They're not they doing don't anything. show them in bed together. That's they not do. until episode three, and they have... No, they don't. Yes, they do. He has a nightmare about his mom. Yeah, but they're not in bed together. Yes, they are. He That's wakes a- up in a cold sweat. I remember no. because he didn't have a shirt on. Yeah, that's episode three, and that's not about his mom. That's about Padme. Okay, whatever, but they're in bed together. She's laying down sleeping, and he's next Episode to her. three. Yeah. And that's a shirtless Anakin scene. I know, I remember. I definitely That's not that. a, holy smokes, how is that dress hanging on scene. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, yes, there is some, a tiny, tiny little bit in Star Wars. But Romance tension. It's not... It's not Game of Thrones. It's not Game of Thrones. Throw the boobies everywhere. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that is, so because Amazon is a competitor with Disney, obviously, I think that's why they're going to sort of be on par with each other for family friendliness. Um, Well, and, and I think I would lean towards, yes, they will probably Game of Thrones it in how they approach the storytelling. Because Game of Thrones did have good storytelling. Yeah, and... But they had to get you in. Yes. Because Game of Thrones isn't as well known as Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And with Lord of the Rings, I think there would be a good group of the fandom that would be offended and angry at the cheapening of what is something that is rich and... Yeah. Beautiful storytelling. Because they're, from what I can tell, they're pulling from the Similarian for where they're at in this story which is i'm excited for Mm-hmm. yeah i'm really excited too i'm very excited um want to hear my second reason for why i don't think they're going to do the be gratuitous in their language or, or sex yeah go for um, it. it make it that angle game of thrones it in that way because i agree game of thrones did have some good storytelling as long as george rr R. martin was involved until they ran out of his stuff and then it got bad but um yeah true so they had a lot of good things to work with anyway i looked at who the writers are mm-hmm. for lord of the rings and um only one of the writers wrote for game of thrones and he wrote mm. 11 episodes brian cogman wrote 11 okay. episodes of game of thrones everybody else was a lot of sci-fi um justin mm. doble wrote in cloverfield and he wrote 17 Ooh. episodes of Stranger Things. Okay. And Badlands and Fringe. And this movie. Ooh, this sh- Fringe. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of them. Um, who else? Uh, um, several of them wrote, wrote at least an episode or two for Fringe. Three or four. Okay. And then um, Jennifer Hutchinson wrote for Breaking Bad. She wrote five episodes of that. And <laughs> oh, this man. show called um, The Strain. Oh, yeah. um, which is a sci-fi on, um, I think that's Hulu. Uh, Patrick McKay wrote, Patrick McKay and John D. Payne wrote Star Trek Beyond. And then mm. Stephanie Folsom wrote Toy Story 4 and Star Wars Resistance, that cartoon. And then... Uh, Glenice Mullins wrote Star Trek Discovery, 13 episodes. So I'm seeing a lot of sci-fi. Um, I don't, I'm hopeful. I take, ish, I take issue with the person who helped write Toy Story 4, because that was just bad. 
I loved it. I loved Toy Story. I hated it. Toy Story ends for me at Toy Story 3. That was, and that was a good ending. They could have ended it there for sure. They should have ended it there. I liked Toy Story 3, but I did enjoy Toy Story 4 in a really weird way. Like, I, I mean, I get it. Okay, fine. Yay. Woody has a happy ending. He finds Bo Peep and continues to help toys, but eternal happiness well because i think ending it on the third one it's like a cycle you see the cycle happening and she's going to get old and what if she destroys woody so i think the the cycle of sadness it'd be a sad cycle (laughs) ending it on four but ending it on but wait ending it on four it's they ride off into the sunset together happy Leaving Buzz, Jess, and all the others to their eventual doom. Yep. To that same cycle of sadness. But they're happy. They're happy. They're accepted it. She, he, he never accepted Until it. Until Jess gets her arms ripped off and thrown into the trash pile. But that doesn't change the fact that the third one ends it like that. And the fourth one ends it with Woody riding off into the sunset with Bo Peep. And the free I think they should have ended it at three. The three sheep. Mm-hmm. Billy, Billy Goat Gruff. <laughs> she anyway. ended it at three. Anyway, she wrote a whole movie. That's something. Um, but I, I'm looking forward to it. So I just watched the preview this morning. It looks good. It looks well done. It, I mean, it doesn't look like we're just... Yes, they're throwing money at it. But they're throwing money at it to make a good thing. Not just make a thing. So... I have hope. Yeah, me too. I I don't think they're going to over-sexualize it. I don't think they're going to cheapen it. I think they know that they've got a good fan base yeah. that will respond and react and interact. And I think to honor the other movies, you have to keep the same code. Like, mm-hmm. there's a there's a code. There's There's no sex in the other ones. There's barely romance in the other ones. And if there is, it's very... Um, Fleeting. Yeah. Like, you blink and you miss it. So, I think to honor the rest of it, they need to keep the same tone. And if they don't, I think they will be in big trouble. Right. I don't fans. disagree. Yeah. So, it'll be good. I'm looking forward to it. So. Me too. I have faith. But, all right, I'm going to start reading Leviathan Wakes. Where are you at in that? I can't read the sequel until I'm done Seven Eves, for sure. Okay. And I'm kind of getting... I want to read Caliban's Wake, but I'm also sort of getting into, like, a horror kick with with Stephen King again. I'm kind of reading oh, more no, 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 horror. Oh, no, 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 no. Trust me. Trust me. You don't don't give up on it just yet. Okay. It will bring the horror. Yeah, like actually, you've only that's... just the, right. the existential crisis horrors are coming. Okay. Like there's great sci-fi, but you're the the proto molecule is mm-hmm. only just beginning. Okay, I'll buy the second one today, and because um, it's on my Kindle. Okay. Um. Yeah, trust me, it, I do it, it want will to. be worth it. Yeah. And it will bring in the existential that you need. So can people jump into this without having read the first one? No. Gosh, no. Don't do that. Okay, don't do that. 
<laughs> read Leviathan Leviathan Wakes first. Do not be like, oh, I'll just jump in. No, no, no. You got to read the first one. Okay. Yeah. I've noticed. Well, a lot of the books we both like are 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 darker sci-fi. We both really like that. I was just thinking. I wonder if if that's getting tiring for people. <laughs> if we should do something <laughs> off genre, but um. So well, you have the next book club pick. So I yeah, mean, what do you want? Well, I was. I've kind of. One of the ones is nonfiction. That one of the options is nonfiction. Um, and under- well, no, wait. To be fair, the last book club pick I did I'm, was I did. Jesus and John Wayne. Yeah. And that one went so well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But. Um. Yeah, we definitely well, have a- been all sci-fi. No, no, not no, all. Ahead, but we sorry. definitely trend that way. Um, yes. We trend towards the upsetting. <laughs> well, we are just deeply disturbed people who now <laughs> we... have a podcast. <laughs> okay. But um, have you ever heard of the um, Under the Banner of Heaven by John Krakenow? I think his name is. It's, it's uh, he wrote Into the Wild and Into Thin Air. Um, it's about, uh, it's a true crime story. Hmm. And there's a show on Hulu, too. So it could be interesting to read that for our book club book and watch the show and um, sort of compare or talk about that. Andrew Garfield's oh, wow. in the show. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, that would be interesting. Okay, let's do that. We'll do that for mine. Pick. Well, you, well, you still have time to decide. I, I will. The- I mean, I'll, I'm coming across... I don't really know what to read for fiction, I have so many choices. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking of a Margaret Atwood book too called Oryx and Crate or Oryx and Crake or something and that's okay. a futuristic um dystopia apocalyptic it's not dystopia I think it's more apocalyptic post-apocalyptic and I am interested. I've read a couple chapters just to see how I liked it and it's interesting. I want to see where they're going with it. Where she's going with it. She tends to be pretty critical. Like she tends to have a social, a societal critique to give. Um, and she's got a lot of other fiction too that is pretty interesting. Um, yeah, maybe we'll go super classic and do like H.P. Lovecraft or something. I don't oh know. Oh my gosh! I sorry. I never read Lovecraft until a couple years ago. Oh, you've read a lot of him. I I've read a few of them now. Uh but the the call of Cthulhu. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, was that? Uh, there are a few that he he wrote that, like I can see why Stephen King pulls from him, and and is inspired by and yeah, because he he doesn't. It's not like a cheap scare. It's always deep and disturbing scare, like that cold feeling in the pit of your stomach scare not even that like it, it it's possible like my yeah. issue with seven eves is they start you in the book spoilers with what happens the moon just goes boop and that's it no explanation yeah. no no answer it just happens 
Yep. And that disturbs me. That yeah. hits me because I, you know, I'll look at the moon and, oh, you double-crossing traitorous pain. Mm-hmm. And it's stuff like that, that, that Lovecraft does, where it's just, this is the way the world is. Hmm. And it's terrifying. And it could be you. So, yes, we could do Lovecraft. That would be interesting. I'll, I'll think about it. I'll look and see if it's... I'll do some research. More research is needed. But... Well, there <sighs> you go. You have time. Yeah, I have time. We've still got a couple of weeks before we do the book club episode. Yeah, I'll definitely be finished by by then. Mm, sounds good. Like, but Alright. My kids are almost here. You've got camp and a birthday to celebrate. Yep. So... Have fun this week. I will. Thank you. And send me pictures of Colby. I'm excited to get his response from that. I will. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Oh, oh. Mm -hmm. um, Real quick, warning on that thing. Yeah. I love it. It's amazing. Be careful. It may break. Noted. We have plenty of super glue. That should fix it, right? Yeah. I, but just be careful with it, because, I mean, it is, it's as well built as I can make it, mm-hmm. but some of the points on that thing are just a couple layers of plastic. Yeah. So. Okay. But, yeah. We won't Don't give swing it, it around. We won't don't. give it to the children. <laughs> yeah, don't, a child could do some, you could do some true damage with that thing once or twice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, yeah. But, yeah. Send me pictures. Okay. Will do. So. Enjoy camp. I will. You too. Or, All right. bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see ya. See ya. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the 42 Podcast. Please take a moment to like and subscribe. And if you want to join in on the conversation, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter to add your voice to the conversation. Thank you.